Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studios at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. What an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Of God. I'm excited about the text I have before me today. I believe it'll be an encouragement and a help to your Christian life, just like it was to mine. Of course, I know it will be because it's the Bible, and the Bible always meets the need. The Bible always has the answer, and the Bible's always, always uh, what the call is for in our Christian life. So we'll find some truth today that'll be a help to us here in the Word of God. Now, we've been going through the book of Colossians for several weeks now, and we're going to continue. We're in chapter number two, and this will be about our, let's see, seventh or eighth maybe six, seven, eight, and broadcasting Colossians chapter 2, and we'll work our way through this text until we get through the book of Colossians. I'm enjoying going uh, through these epistles, these New Testament church letters that the Apostle Paul penned, and I believe we'll find some things that we can use in our life today from these inspired uh, words penned by the Apostle Paul under the direction of the Holy Ghost of God. Now, before I get to the text in front of me, let me invite you to visit Help for Today. Help for Today is a free resource put together by the staff of Golden State Baptist College and of the North Valley Baptist Church. This is free. You go to the website. The address is help4today.org, helpfortoday.org. And when you go to the website, you'll find archived articles that are all um, uh, arranged topically, and you can use that. And all of these articles are written with you in mind. They're not just for preachers, not just for this or that other, but we've got articles that will suit, that will fit, that will uh, target every person who's born again. I want you to check it out, but more important is to subscribe when you do. Whenever you go to the website, a pop-up box will appear, and it will say subscribe. All you do is type your email address in and hit subscribe, and that will put you on the free mailing list for Daily Help for Today articles. Now, you can use these articles as devotionals. I do. I read them in the morning as I read my Bible, and uh, God uses those in my life, and it's always fresh, it's always new, and it's always something maybe that I, maybe I didn't need it that day, but I'll need it somewhere down the road of life, and I want to encourage you to take part in Help for Today. Visit the site, helpfortoday.org. All right, Colossians chapter 2, we just read down through verse number uh, verse number 8, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. It's always somebody that messes somebody up. It's always a who. It's always a man. It's always a person. It's always a, an individual. And that's why you and I have to be so careful about our fellowship, about our followership, about our communication, about what we read, about what we listen to. <clears throat> We've got to be careful about who we allow to influence us. Now, you see, but I can spit out the bones. You might spit a few out, but there might be a bone in there you choke on and it'll kill you. That's right. I wouldn't want to drink. You say, well, here's a gallon of water. You're dying of thirst. I just put one or two drops of poison in it. Other than that, it's water. No, I don't want that. No, that could be deadly. The same thing's true about bad books, bad blogs, and bad buddies. Say amen right there. 
Verse number 9, for in him who Christ, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Jesus is God incarnate. He's God in human form. He's Emmanuel, God with us. He took upon himself a robe of flesh, a body like unto ours, 100% God and 100% man. He's the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Jesus said, if you've seen me, then you've seen the Father. That's right. Verse 10, and you're complete in him. Now that's a packed statement. A powerful statement. You're complete in him. It's amazing the people in our world today that feel incomplete. They feel hollow. They feel empty. They feel a longing that they seem to cannot satisfy. And they're not complete, so they think. Can I say you're complete in Christ, Christian? Your identity is wrapped in Christ, Christian. Your person, your reputation, it is contained in Christ. In the eyes of God, you're complete complete in him, satisfied, thank God, justified. I mean, we have standing with God. We are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. He's chief. He's chief in the church. He's chief in the universe. Jesus is Lord of lords. He's king of kings. He's over all in whom also ye are circumcised. Watch this with the circumcision made without hands and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Now, this is giving us a very uh, powerful truth. When you were born again, the Lord performed a spiritual operation on your heart, if you will. The Bible talks about that circumcision of the heart. And thank God that uh, uh, old nature, we've been cut away, if you will, from that there's a new man on the inside, a spiritual man who loves God and wants God and walks with God and cannot sin. And thank God for salvation that quickens the dead spirit, saves the soul, right? Now, we still battle this body of flesh, but thank God this body of flesh will not negate our salvation. Why? Because there's been a spiritual circumcision, a surgery without hands performed by the Holy Ghost of God when you got born again. And thank God it puts you in the family, buried with him in baptism, Wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sins. By the way, that's where I was. That's where you were before salvation. Dead. You say, but I was alive. You might have been alive in a worldly sense, a fleshly sense, but you were dead spiritually, sold under sin. And you had the quickened who were dead. And you being dead, it says right here. The wage of sin is death. A lost man's a dead man walking. A lost woman is a dead woman walking. And I was dead in sin, dead because of my trespass, because of the uncircumcision of my flesh. I, everything that I did, it was all added to my account. Every sin, every bad thought, every bad word, every bad action, everything about me was tainted by sin. And all of that was added to my account. Why? Because I had not had that spiritual surgery performed by the Holy Ghost of God being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, right? With the washing and renewing of the Holy Ghost. I hadn't been born again yet. So all of that, the filthiness of my flesh was to my account. But thank God, verse 13, the second half of the verse, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Some trespasses would have been better than nothing. But here's how good God is. All. Past, all. Present, all. Future, all. Forgiven, past. Forgiven in the present. Forgiven, in the future, verse 14, blotting out, erasing, covering up, 
getting uh, doing away with, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Hallelujah. They said on the cross, Jesus, you just lost. But when I see Jesus on the cross, I'm saying we're about to win. When they saw Jesus on the cross, they said, what a shame. But when you and I look upon Jesus at the cross, we say, what mercy and grace. When the world would look on Jesus at that cross, they'd say, he's on the losing side. But when I see Jesus on that cross, I'm saying, no, he's getting it to where I can get on the winning side. And he's spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. He said in verse 16, let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of an holy day or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is Christ. He's saying you are justified in the eyes of God because you've been born again. You have been saved. You've been redeemed. Your sins that were many, are all in the past. They've been forgiven, and he holds you fast. You're justified. You're born again, complete in Christ, blotted out, all of it, gone, gone, gone. So don't let any man, don't let any woman, don't let any church, don't let any philosopher hold any kind of work or any kind of self-aggrandizing act over your head saying you have to do this, you have to do that, lest you lose uh, your standing with God. No, that's not the case. What makes a man right with God? What makes a woman right with God? Only one thing, salvation, the blood of Christ, forgiveness of sin through the free gift of God, Jesus dying, buried, rising again on the third day, for our sin. Aren't you glad today that we don't have to pedal a 10-speed bike to heaven? We don't have to climb a stepladder to get to heaven. We don't have to buy a gallon uh, uh, of uh, uh, Girl Scout cookies to get to heaven. We don't have to be sprinkled with water every Sunday, eat a, 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 a tasteless wafer, and kiss the ring of a man every Sunday to go to heaven. No, 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 no. Thank God it was blotted out. It was forgiven. I'm complete. Why? I've had that spiritual operation by the Holy Spirit of God been born again. Until next time, this has been Pastor Cooper asking you to keep on praying for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.